Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. This is Java Chat. You're sitting here with Coffee with Mike and my special guest right here. This man, uh, I gotta say, I'd never thought in my life that I'd ever be interviewing him on my podcast. I, I, I know that's like, sounds like really huge, but you guys don't understand who this is. <laughs> Gentleman's name is Seth Green. Um, he's been in and around the realm of marketing for more years than I could probably count on, on my hands uh, and, and knows a lot of really amazing people. Uh, he, works with, um, he works with the original Shark, which is Kevin Harrington. They are business partners together, which is friggin' amazing. Uh, and now, <clears throat> as we'll discuss this later, Seth and I are actually going to start working together as well. So super stoked, super excited, super honored, and like really grateful, dude, that you just even considered coming on. I, I really appreciate you, man. Wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> Everywhere I go, that was awesome. <laughs> I did not write that at all. That was better than the one I wrote. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to serve. I'm excited to uh, have you working for us as well. And I'm super uh, excited. We're going to have a fun podcast. Yeah, I think we will. Um, so guys, just if, if anything, and you're not clear on, on what says it, does as far as that we're going to go through that right now i'm just going to ask him to go ahead and talk about his history where he's from you're going to find some really cool things and i know that ron arceo is supposed to be watching i think he is he's going to love your history because he does what you do or did uh no did and still do actually because you still do it um as well so why don't you give us a little little background all right, I'll try and do the short version because I know we only have like half an hour. Um, <laughs> the on YouTube on every webinar we do. So we'll link it. Okay. We'll link it. All <laughs> we'll right. We'll link it. So it's eight years old. Um, I'm getting relentlessly bullied in the neighborhood I live in. Um, kids a couple years older than me outweighs me by a couple hundred pounds and making my life miserable. Um, I'm doing a project for middle school. I find or element whatever whatever grade I, I was eight or nine. And I uh, found out that Seth, Set, is the Egyptian name for the Egyptian god of death. Right. So that kind of freaked me out. I started getting into the occult. I started learning about <laughs> wizardry. This is way before Harry Potter, like 30, 40 years ago. And I'm learning all this. And I'm thinking maybe if any of this magic stuff is real, I could like put a curse on this kid and he'll leave me alive. <laughs> so my mother comes home one day, nice, you know, protective Jewish mother. And I'm standing in the center of a pentagram. Oh, oh boy. And the bell in the book. And oh, oh, boy. What are you doing? Well, I'm trying to summon Satan to curse Chunk because his name was Chunk. Um, <laughs> And she said, I don't care who you're trying to summon. You need to go do it in the basement on the concrete floor. How am I supposed to get the charcoal off the carpet? That's what she was worried about. <laughs> that would be the perfect Jewish mom. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, so my dad intervened. He got me a book of uh, uh, a deck of tarot cards for my okay. birthday. I'm going to okay. learn to predict the future. But there were no instructions. And there's no internet back then. So I can't no. YouTube it. Right. So I go to a magic store on my grandmother's street to buy a book on how to read tarot cards. Okay. And I walk in and the guy behind the counter was, demonst was performing a magic trick for somebody who was gonna buy it. Right. And I said, forget the tarot cards, I wanna buy that. <laughs> so that was my first magic trick. And I quickly became obsessed with magic, not <laughs> magic with a K where Satan shows up. He never came by the way, in case you were wondering. Um, Maybe he wasn't interested or something, I don't know. Interested. <laughs> he a big enough ass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, you mean you um, weren't throwing your soul out on a table or anything like that? He wasn't, he didn't do it, no? I, I didn't have <laughs> So I became a magician 
And fast forward uh, uh, a, while, I, a while, um, I, I went to Syracuse University for acting. Magic informed my love of theater. I went to Syracuse drama, musical theater. I was going to be a Broadway star. That was Great my life school. goal at 18. Great school. Um, senior year, my friends who graduated the year before me come back um, to, for homecoming. They're all telling stories about how they're sleeping on couches, waiting tables, working free temp jobs, trying to make it in New York City. And I said, oh, crap, that starving actor thing is real. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a myth. It wasn't going to happen to me. Uh, but some of these kids were better than I was. Better singers, better dancers, better actors. I'm like, oh, I need a real job. Yeah. I don't want to starve. Right. So I became a financial planner, um, helping co parents make college more affordable so that they didn't stress out and they didn't have to stress their kids out and their kids could go to, like, a private school for the cost right. of the state school. Yeah. So I became a financial planner, and that was about 20 years ago. And my branch manager, I get my Series 7, I get all my licenses. It's my first day of production, is in go make some money. And he says, I got you a book where all your clients are going to come from your entire career. I'm like, awesome. I'm young. I'm dumb. I'm going to buy a Ferrari. I'm going to be rich. and be great. And he hands me the phone book. I was going to say, was it the phone? It had to have been the white, white pages. I'm old enough to remember oh. what the, to know what that is. Oh, my go gosh. go Google it. But it's a <laughs> physical phone book, thud. And he says, go get them, Tiger. They're all in there. So I didn't know any better. So I made 300 cold calls a day, interrupting strangers, asking for money. And it's not very much fun if you've ever tried it. And I did it for years. Spare time, I read a journal, trade journal for magicians, because I'm still into magic, performing as a hobby. Um, I implement the course created by a guy named Dave D, who some of you may know. And um, I, in 30 days, I became the busiest, most expensive magician in Western New York where I live. Nice. I didn't learn a single new trick. I just became, I learned marketing. I learned direct response marketing. So I went back to Dave and I said, would this work in my real job as a financial planner? He said, yes. I said, where'd you learn it? He said, Dan Kennedy. Um, so I started reading Dan books, tapes, products, consuming everything I could get my hands on. Fast forward a few years. Um, I meet my wife. We get married, buy our first house, have our first baby. And she quits her job to be a stay-at-home mom in one year. And oh, by the way, I'm still cold calling. Oh. So a lot of pressure. Um, yeah, so really. I, I get to talk to Dan personally and Dan says, you're doing everything your industry teaches you. It's completely wrong. Do what I tell you. It'll change your life. Write me <laughs> a really big check. Now it was a much better pitch than that. It took like eight hours. <laughs> that would be Dan. <laughs> uh, I go home and I go, honey, I know we just got married, bought our first house, had our first baby. You just quit your job. I need Wait. to go borrow more than our mortgage <laughs> to go hire this guy. Um, she said no. Of course. Um, the next day, I asked the same question. She said no. 30 days in a row, I asked the same questions. Insert more profanity into her answers. You'll probably be right. Um, <laughs> until day 31, she said, you better pray this works. Yeah. So I go work with Dan. Um, A.G. Edwards, a firm I worked for, had 6,700 financial advisors. I was 6,700. I was in oh. last place. Oh. Um, I started working with Dan. In two years, I was in the top 30 nationwide. Sweet. Big jump competing yeah, against guys huge. who have been financial advisors like twice as long as I had even been alive. Sure, sure. So it got, this is all pre-internet, all direct mail. He got me, that got me written about in the industry's top trade journals. My phone started ringing up advisors saying, I want to do what you did. How do I do it? I faxed Dan and said, Dan, how do I, what do I do? And he said, you start a marketing company and do it exactly. for me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that started marketdominationllc.com 12 years ago, which was me by myself and one financial advisor I was willing to let license my content to see if it would work for him with his personality in his city. It worked, it took off, and we went from me to an awesome team of 33 people. You are 
team number 34 and a i believe served i think over like 2300 clients literally around the globe and reached over 30 million prospects jeez that's awesome so that's the short version so the so i got a question the personality that you wanted to see if it worked with what was he like Opposite of me. So boring, uh, <laughs> socially awkward, conservative. Yeah, exactly. All of that. He's like, I'm like talking to people that much. So that's why I said, let's see if this works for you and you don't have to try and be me. Did it, did it work? It, it took all, yes, it may, it, it got him great results. So then I said, okay, this isn't contingent upon you being like super outgoing and charismatic. Anybody can do what I did. So I started taking on other financial advisors as clients. And that's half of our client base to this day. And then the other half is other industries that we've branched out into because the principles of marketing apply no matter what you are selling. And we just apply them to different businesses and it just kept working. By the way, I got to commend you on, uh, on um, your accomplishment on the sales process with your wife. It was relentless persistence. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it takes. It's so funny. <laughs> my record. So it took me 30 days to convince her. Seven months ago, we got a puppy. We uh -huh. got our first dog, which is a golden retriever named Tanner. And she had been dripping on me to get, I want a dog, I want a dog, I want a dog. Cats for 15 years. <laughs> and I finally gave seven months ago. You know, it's really funny that... <laughs> As, as marketers and salespeople that we, we, we know what's happening when it's, when it's being done to us. I, I just, I, I just had to give it, I gave in. Yes, I knew, I knew it was never going to stop and I held out for 15 years. Okay. My face is going to be sore before this, this interview is over. That's a mark of a good podcast. That's a mark of a great, a great guest too. <laughs> it's, it's one of those, I, oh, um, Dan. So you and I are marketers. We have a couple of people that are marketers that watch this, but there's a bunch of people who have no idea who Dan is. Let's give them some background on just a okay, so Sure. Dan is the godfather of direct response marketing. Yes, yes. He has like 22 best-selling books. He's the highest paid marketing consultant on the planet. Um, you want him to do marketing, help you write the copy, write the words for the marketing campaign that you want that will transform your business at six figures plus royalties. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, He's the guy that's not only many, been many, many, hundreds of thousands of people who follow what he says, do what he does and learn this type of marketing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not just the, he's not just the guy that, that, um, oh, as I was going to say, it, it, he, he basically wrote the book. Yes. I mean, literally he wrote the book. Yeah, he did 22 of them to be exact, but yeah, it's, if there's somebody that you wanted to learn anything from, um, and I've, I've just, just reading other people's blogs off of what they've caught off of his, either his books or his courses or things of that nature. If you have a business and you're not clear on what marketing principles are or things of that nature, go find Dan Kennedy. He's, he's worth it. Yeah. That's, that's really all it is. Um, the cool part about connecting with you, the first time I met you, I was working with another, um, presenter, um, to my recollection, cause I met you, I met you twice. Um, once was with the uh, uh, Bill, and the other one was with Mike Butler, which was not, well, a lot more recent. <clears throat> and I gotta, I gotta ask you because your process on, your process on becoming an expert, is freaking phenomenal, um, is freaking phenomenal. Um, and I explained it to my business coach um, how the process works, and he's he's sitting on the other side going, "Holy crap, dude, that makes absolute freaking sense. That is amazing." I'm like, "Yeah, right." And and it's it seems to be premised on 
all the normal marketing principles that we understand, um, just postured in a slightly different way. Go, go through that process a little bit so, you, so people can understand what it is that, that you do to create an expert. Okay, so our process for making you an expert is something is we have a done for you podcast into book into authority maker service. So we will produce a done for you show for you. You will have a guest every single week. Um, you will follow the questions that we ask you. All you have to do is read the interview. Um, we will turn that into a blog post. We will turn that into social media content. We will turn that into graphics. There will be an audio podcast. There'll be a video podcast. Um, and then when you've done 10 or 12 of them, we'll turn them into a physical bookstore book. We'll do a book launch and get it to the, temporarily to the top of Amazon. So you can say you got a bestseller and then we will build a funnel for that, a market, a website for the book and drive paid social media traffic to get the right people to go request copies of your book and then consume other content and hopefully hire you for something. So that's how I, my podcast, I interviewed 10, 15 of the top podcasters in the world, learned what they did, figured out what I wanted to do differently, but I did turn that into a book. It's called Market Domination for Podcasting. It's on the shelves at Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Target now. So it's a legit real bestseller, not a Amazon ebook bestseller. Right, which right. Which works because we do it every day for our clients. But if you can move enough copies, you can get it on the, sh you can get shelf space. Um, so I, that learning what I learned from those 10 to 15 amazing podcasters launched our done for you service in the podcasting space because I took the best of what they had, added my spin on it to make it better and different, and then started, we, it's now half our business. So was Kevin one of those? No. Was Kevin one of the people that you interviewed or Kevin was? Kevin didn't have a podcast until me. <clears throat> Kevin came to ah. me. Kevin was already a client and friend. Um, and business partner. And then about two years ago, we were having dinner at another one of his events that I was a speaker at. I was a speaker at his mastermind group every three times a year for years. And it is, we were having dinner and he said, what do you got lately that's sexy that I don't know about that you're not doing for us? And I said, <laughs> podcast into book, blah, blah, blah. And he said, I want a podcast. I don't want to do any work. And I said, okay. And he said, you already have a successful show, which I did. And he said, how about I come on as your co-host? We rebrand it around the two of us and I'll show up once a week and do an interview with you. And I'll promote those interviews that I'm on to my following. And then I'll have a show. And I said, I'm in, as they say on Shark Tank. <laughs> we went for, the show was called Direct Response Marketing when it was just me. And at the time we were number one, like if you Googled, if you were in iTunes and you searched Direct Response Marketing, 80% of what came up was me. Nice. And then Kevin came on board and we rebranded it as Sharkpreneur with the two of us. And uh, we were just named the top, the number six podcast to listen to in 2019. So I got to, I got to give you guys a little, um, I'm going to give that podcast some props. I've sat and listened to their, their podcasts. Um, to hear the two perspectives that come from Seth and Kevin. Seth comes from one side of, of things where it comes to marketing and expert and Kevin comes from another side of, of being a shark, looking in at, 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 an, at any guest as where is the investment opportunity in what you do or what you are. Um, case in point, Keith Walters, who we're working for, um, I listened really well. And when Kevin started digging in, I was like, wow, complete night and day from what you were talking about to what yeah. he was looking for because he was looking at 
okay, how does this apply to somebody like me, a high net worth individual, and what I can do with, with stocks, with portfolios, with, you know, moving. And I, I, it blew my mind. It's really, if you, if you get a chance to go listen to it, Sharkpreneur Podcast, iTunes, I'm sure a number of other places is probably syndicated. Spotify, yeah. Radio, yeah. Yeah. So you definitely go check it out. Search it out on Google. Just Sharkpreneur. Easy enough. You'll find it. Yeah, you'll definitely find it. Um, well worth taking the time to sit down and listening to. Download it if you, you want to. I mean, take it with you. Um, Five star reviews, please. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I still got to give my... Um, one of the people that I follow um, is a guy by the name of Nathan Fraser who works with another gentleman and they have the copy podcast. <clears throat> I'll have to get you that one. Um, the guy that he's with, can't remember his name, um, very intelligent when it comes to writing copy, sales copy. So, and, and it's another fun thing. I, I go back and forth with Nathan all the time about, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this and this podcast and doing all this kind of stuff. He, first thing he said was, do it. What are you waiting for? So as, as a thought to anybody out there that's watching this, um, this is probably a good time to ask you. There are a lot of people that want to become an entrepreneur. Wantrepreneurs all over the place. We all know that one. But for the people that genuinely want to become an entrepreneur, what would you give them as a piece of advice for them to you know, make the leap or not? I mean, what are they considering or what would be your biggest piece of advice for them? Sure. So the best piece of advice I've ever gotten, um, I will quote to you as opposed to something I said, because this is much smarter and much helpful, much more helpful to me. So best piece of advice I ever got is from Dr. Corey Melnikoff, Ooh. the best-selling author of The $4 Sandwich, mm -hmm. about how he went from literally having his debit card declined for a $4 sandwich to building over 12 multi-million dollar locations of uh, his chiropractic empire that is now an empire. And the advice I got from him that means the most to me is who you are affects how well what you do works. Who you are affects how well what you do works. So who you are being is more important than what you are doing. So every time marketdominationllc.com has had an, a gigantic leap in revenue, because we, we don't grow 5%, 10%, I mean, like we'll double, we'll triple. Right. Um, it's not because I learned some whiz-bang new marketing trick or some new Facebook ad technique or anything like that. It's because I grew as a person, an entrepreneur and a leader, because I took a personal, like spiritual mental leap and then the business caught up. There's no greater personal development laboratory on the planet than trying to grow a business because it will test True. you, challenge you, yeah. oh, yeah. reward you in ways that nothing else or working for someone else can't totally. possibly. Yeah, totally, the I totally agree. The lows are lower. Yeah, but it obviously makes you a bigger, better person. Totally. Um, totally agree. It's one of the interesting things. Not long ago, I was, I think I, I did it as a short blog post somewhere. Um, focus on the be, not the do. Because if you're focused on being, that means knowing, knowing yourself, you'll know thyself thing. Healing yourself, heal thyself physician, and becoming better because of it. And then, like you said, everything else will catch up because it has to adjust. It has to conform to what you are at that point. And exactly. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people miss that part because they're so focused on, you know, what's the end result for the business? Well, you got to focus on what you are the end result first. Otherwise, the business is not going to have a real end result because you're going to be struggling as it's trying to grow to keep up with it. It should be keeping up with it's you. It's all done. Yeah. Yes. Well, tell, yeah, eight times. <laughs> at least. At least. Right? At least. Today. <laughs> Since five this morning. <laughs> right? All right, cool. Man. 
that was it. We're, we're, we're already close to the end. Um, I know we both got plenty to do today. And thanks again for, thanks again for the email responses. Just so you guys know, when Seth and I usually have conversations, they never last this long. In fact, over half of what we do are about two or three word responses on email. <laughs> yes, my wife cannot stand and I am thankful that I get to talk to Mike, well, talk to Mike, because <laughs> he gets it. And she'll write for a, like a three page text message and I'll say, okay. And I'll get, she'll, I'll come home to a very upset, angry wife. She taught this to my mastermind group two weeks ago where she's like, don't say, okay. Um, that, that you, I don't expect four pages back, but one would be good. Yeah. So I talk to Mike cause we can have an entire conversation and it takes eight words between the two of us, but we got it done. <laughs> and if there's any, if there's any lack of clarity, it's a short sentence. Hey man, what about this? Um, Okay. Cool. No problem. My favorite answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. The one that the one that drives me nuts is just the letter K. That one drives me nuts. All okay. right. Well, I, I won't shorten over the K. That I can humor you for. <laughs> so, guys, once more, for those of you that are watching, um, I'll put links in the comments to the Shark Printer podcast and over to uh, Market Domination. If you guys want to learn more about how to become an expert, too, I'm going to put that link in there as well. So there'll be three links in there. Check them all out. Find Dan Kennedy. Um, follow Seth. He does this thing every Wednesday morning called the mailbag. And I totally dig it because he goes into direct, he goes into direct mail and shows you guys what people are doing right and what they're missing or what they're doing wrong. Technically called open office hours at Market Domination. It's an ask me anything. We do mailbag for a few minutes. We do social media marketing for a few minutes and then Q and A, ask me whatever you want. And it's a lot of fun and I'd love it for you guys to tune in. Every I, Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, on my on my Facebook page or on the Market Domination LLC Facebook page, you'll see it. Guys, show up for that. I, I've watched a couple and I about died laughing and I was interacting with Seth on that too. And we get a kick out. Stuff of it. and made money. That's oh I'm yes, doing. that was that was totally true. Absolutely. Thank you again, Seth. Truly appreciate your time, brother. Um, and man, let's just keep going. Let's keep out. Let's keep him out there and killing it. Um, we've got some great things coming down the pipe. Um, and I'll reach out to talk to you more about the other stuff that we were. Okay. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks everybody. Take care everybody. Take care. Ciao, ciao.